Hi, welcome. Michelle Sparks with you, illuminating anorexia, eating, self and body issues. Great to have your company. We are picking up today on the last podcast episode. We are looking at the fourth component of the fourth key of the 4x4 Freedom Express. And that component is called Anchoring Self-Worth. This is the second installment in three. And you can find the YouTube clip that this audio has been stripped from on my website, michellesparks.com. So do understand that it is audio stripped from video. If you want to see the visuals, you will need to have a look at the video. And let's pick it up right now. Okay, welcome back. I'm really talking about people having different experiences. If we look at self-concept, okay, some of the things that go to make up our self-concept, we could, this is quite basic, quite crude, but let me just go with this. When we're very young, uh, you know, I love this kind of diagram because our sense of self-esteem is a little bit like a house that gets built and the foundations are really very important. I'm going to come back to that in just a moment. Um, but when we're very young, say, I think it's early, not preschool, but just very early school, primary school, we are developing things like social acceptance. I, I have friends. I'm liked. General confidence. I'm good at things. So we, those things start to become a part of our self-concept. As we get a little bit older, we get more... Uh, aware of specific skills that we have, specific competencies. We may be good at art or sport or academics. And so that comes into our self-concept. We become very aware of our physical appearance. That seems to be becoming a much more important part of our self-concept at a much younger age in this particular culture that we are living in. But physical appearance becomes part of our self-concept, how we see ourselves, how we uh, judge and value ourselves, in fact. Our relationship with others becomes more part of that self-concept in, say, adolescence, that period there. Going up a bit further in the life cycle, we start to bring in close friendships, romantic appeal, job confidence. So these are all aspects of our developing self-confidence, self-concept. And that does relate to self-confidence, self-esteem, absolutely. And self-esteem is really just a... Uh, it talks about the way we esteem or value ourselves, And so a lot of those things come to be part of that self-concept, self-esteem. Now, the truth is, all of us need to know that we are okay and that we are valued, that we have value, uh, that there is a certain sense of security that we have um, and that we have a sense of purpose, that we're purposeful. That's a deeper part of our self-concept. But a lot of the way, we all had different experiences. So there, there's some, something that happens in our very early life about our basic needs. Things like food and shelter. Things like uh, basic clothing and, let me just see, love and belonging. Food, clothing, shelter emotional nurture. Now can I just say some of those basic needs can be met more fully in some households than others. This is just actually the truth. Some people seem to have a better start in life than others. 
And that can sound really tough if you have had a hard start in life or if you have not experienced some of those basic needs being met because they will affect how you see yourself and how you receive stuff into your world. They will affect that. But I want to say to you, the truth is, no matter what your experience here is, there is a truth that is deeper, a bit like the, the guys that believed the world was flat. The truth is, and this comes from my spiritual faith foundations, and I didn't have this in my foundations before I was 24, okay? This is something I began to hear as truth, and I began to experience as truth in both my human relationships, but also in a divine relationship. And that was that I was created with worth and value. I was absolutely okay, that I was acceptable, that I had worth and value. Because can I tell you, life shifts and changes. You may even have had good foundations here and good experiences here, but all of those, do you know all of those are subject to change? You can, you can become disabled. You can, your physical appearance can change. Your friendships can change. Your, your marriage can break down. Your closest relationships can shift. Your job confidence can shift. And when that happens, depending on what's going on down here, depending on the basic building blocks in your foundation, has a lot to do with how well you will weather those storms. But the truth is, Regardless of how good our foundations are down here, all of us have experienced uh, feelings of not being okay and feelings of not being secure and feelings of not being safe. We've all experienced that. It's part of the human experience because, as I was saying before, as human beings, we are finite. We are not infinite in our capacity. We are flawed. We are not perfect. We make mistakes. We let people down. You may have had your trust broken by people, but I guarantee you there are people that have placed trust or something in you and you've let them down. I've let people down. I haven't meant to. You might not have meant to, but we do. We, we are flawed, fallible human beings. A mum or dad with the very best intentions cannot be there 100% of the time in the way that a little heart may need to know, hey, I am loved, I am accepted, I am secure. Some people will have better experiences of that than others. But people can, can suffer in those very early parts of life for the most innocent of reasons. So this is not about blame. This is just about seeing that life happens. People have different experiences. Pain comes, life happens, and we respond. We respond in the best way we can. We protect ourselves. We learn that I am okay when I do or perform or am a certain way. And we get rules. I need to be perfect all the time in order to keep people on side, to keep my world safe. They were some of my rules, some of the way I was performing. And I really believed that. And my external life showed that I was performing for my acceptance, for my security. But you know what really turned the tables for me in my recovery was actually I injured my back when I was 21. And at that stage, my weight appeared to be back within a normal healthy weight range, but I was still very much eating disordered. I was still very much really still on that diet binge cycle. I was still very much 
liking myself when I was performing well. The better I performed in the food area, the better I felt. But also I had a lot more security going down into my job performance, my academic, the fact that I had friends. I started to put the roots of my security into other areas because I had lost the ability to be perfect and in control in the area of food. And this is all in the book I wrote, Illuminating Anorexia. You can read that if you are interested. It's quite, you know, it's an interesting story, just as your story is an interesting story. But the point of that is, when I injured my back at 21, I really came face to face with the fact that I could not do anything that I thought made me acceptable. And I could not perform. I felt like even the personality, the happy-go-lucky personality I had was locked up in this body of pain. And I could not do, I could not be the person that I knew myself to be. And I was in a disabled space for a long time. I ended up having three operations and la 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 la. I don't want to go into that story except to say that my sense of being okay, acceptable, was completely shattered at that point. And that happens in life. Life comes, things change, and they will shift your sense of security depending on what you're building your life on. And the wonderful thing I have come to discover, and this it's, it's all I can give you, it's the best I have and it's the best I know, and it has worked to bring such healing into my life and into the lives of so many people that I've had the pleasure to deal with when life comes at us at this place. And that is to know that regardless of your physical appearance, regardless of your personality, regardless of your performance, age, performance, you are actually of great value. You are wanted, you are valued, you have worth and you are chosen. If by nobody else, and I, I pray that is not your experience, but you are chosen, created, desired by the one who made you. And that is my understanding of the creator, of Father God. You are so desired. And when you come into, look, what can I say here? It is a relationship. It's a divine relationship with the one that created us. I don't know where you sit, what your beliefs are. The fact, even when I look at the way our physical body is designed, the way our universe is designed, it would take more faith for me to not believe in God than to believe in God. I, I do believe in God, but I don't just believe. I have actually come into a relationship with God. I really have. I mean, that's what the Creator has offered all of us. Uh, he created us. And yes, I'm talking about Him in a masculine form, but He created us in the image of Himself. Male and female, he created them. So that he, he encompasses all that is uh, male, female. He is God in a way that I can't explain, but he is God. And I'm going to call him he. Um, there's a great book called The Shack. And it's by this guy that, you know, obviously had a really difficult relationship with his father. And so I think the father in that particular rendition ends up being this beautiful, uh, large Afro-American woman. And uh, so, you know, look, don't let... The stereotypes uh, cloud your ability to get close to God. God came to earth in the form, this is a Bible, this is a scriptural teaching, and this is what I believe, but 
they've also come to experience as true and life-affirming and health-promoting. And it has brought such a security into my sense of who I am. I mean, how can we know who we are apart from going to the one that tells us who we are? And, you know, if you want to know the value of an object, a TV, a something, a car, you kind of need to go to the manufacturer and understand why is it so valuable? What makes that so valuable? Well, I believe it's the same with us as human beings. We are incredibly valuable. We are loved with an, an infinite, everlasting love. And we can not just know that, we can experience it. We can come into relationship with the Creator and know Him, not just as Creator, but as Father. And a beautiful Father, a wonderful Father, a Father who is always there for us at every moment in a way that is so, uh, he's the safest place I know, so secure, so unconditional in his love, so full of grace and mercy. You know, look, I've been through many difficult times since my eating disorder recovery. I've still been, you know, even more recently, I went through a really painful relationship breakup and it really was incredibly painful. And you know, when, when relationships in our human space, our human matrix of relationships, when they break down, whether it's with a mother or a father or a child or a friend or a loved one, someone you love, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, it is incredibly painful and it can rock your world. Disability, as I know, can rock your world and your sense of okayness. But there is a relationship with the one that loves you unconditionally, knows you from the very fabric of your creation and created you with value, said, I want you, I desire you, I choose you. Even if you don't choose me, even if you've never heard this before, I choose you, I choose you. You are of infinite worth and value to me and I want to come into your world in a way that is relational and experiential so that you can really know your worth and value. And if you haven't had a good experience here, I want to tell you that that one that I know has, who has created you can bring healing, amazing healing to lives that feel so fractured and so neglected and so annihilated. It's not impossible. Lives really do get transformed, really do turn around. There is healing not just to get patched up and functional, but you can be healed. I have been healed. I didn't have terrible parents, but I still had an experience of life that didn't make me feel... I, I do think I lacked a sense of emotional nurture. And I'm not blaming my mum or dad for that. I'm one of five. They were busy. There were stresses. I think I fell under the radar to a degree because my whole sense of worth and value became about um, not being a burden on the family. And my performance, that was, you know, like my, my ability to, to perform, to contribute to the household. That was where I believed my value was. Do you know, even as a Christian, even as a believer, as I came into a relationship with God in my early Christian experience, that sort of family dynamic that I had growing up replayed itself in that space too. I, I I heard that I was saved or I came into that relationship with the Father by grace, totally of his initiative. I loved him because he first loved me and I got to experience that and I, my heart fell in love with him. 
and I really do love God. I know I'm on a journey. I don't know him perfectly. I'm still learning. I'll be learning for the rest of my days. And it's not just with the Father, but with the Son and with the Holy Spirit. It's like I have this incredible family. Even that rejection I experienced recently, um, I found, and I've been saying this for a long time, it's a biblical passage in Ephesians, and it talks about um, the roots of our being go, going deep into the foundation of God's love for us, and that we would know the height and the depth and the length and the breadth of the love of God, that we would know by experience this love that passes knowledge, and that love is unfailing, full of goodness, good fruit, mercy, grace, and truth. So... What I'm trying to say here, and you know, I, I could go on. This is this one spot anchor. I could teach a lot more, and and I'm happy to do that if this is of interest to you. Let me know. As I said, I suppose what I want to encourage you to do is think about when the storms come and the foundations of your world are rocked. Where do you place your value and your security? You often don't know until those foundations get rocked. I didn't know that I was placing my worth and value on what I could do and my performance and my personality until I lost all of that when I injured my back at 21. I seriously lost all of that for a good season and I had to find a whole new value system. And that's how I came to hear the gospel, which is good news. I heard that I was valued. Honestly, before I heard that message, I felt like I might as well just be off the planet. I had no worth or value according to my value system. But my value system, like those guys that thought the world was flat, was based on an error. And when I learnt the truth and experienced that truth in relationship with a really loving, altogether loving, good God, my world really started to change. And it changed the way I did relationship too. And you know, that's the other thing that's really important here. We need truth to counteract lies. So we can believe lies, that we need to be perfect, that we can't rock the boat, that we can't afford to be who we really are in our human flawed frailty. But that's not the truth. There is a greater truth that who you are, who you really are, is so loved and accepted by God. He wants us to come to him as we are and to receive him into our world. And that love comes inside. And that light comes inside and that brings healing at a depth into the very warp and weft of our being. Okay, I'm going to wrap up this section here and come back for the third and final installment of this fourth component of the fourth key of the 4x4 Freedom Express. The component is called Anchoring Self-Worth. It comes from the online program I've developed to help people see and get free from anorexia and other eating disorder concerns. If you would like to know more about the program or you would like to do the program, come to my website, michellesparks.com. And if you think this information could be helpful to other people that you know, please do pay it forward. I know from experience that this is really key information. You know, people's lives are seriously on the line because they do not know their worth and value. When you get into an eating disorder or one of these other life-consuming, life-controlling problems, you can find the lies that wrap around your heart and mind can really block you from receiving light and life and love into your life 
and so it's really important information. So pay it forward and love it if you could subscribe, rate and review the podcast so other people can find it. And until next time, travel well. Travel well.